0: You are now walking in the hurts world. You are now walking into hurts world. Aye. Turn me yeah. up, Discussion that we need to hear. Topics they be scared to touch. Potter say we do too much. Hurt, I think they, they scared of us. Meaning, this feel with hits. How you turned up like a jig. You are now in hurts world. If you love a hatchet, chick. You are now in hurts world. 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 Aye. You are now in hurts world. Aye. You are now in hurts world. What, world. This is Candace. Please listen to my daddy. He needs
1: this job because I want everything. Thank you. I feel like falling in love. I'm gonna to roll something up. Something I like need some drink, drink in my cup. I need a hey, I'm in the mood to put something up. I, to something I wanna go listen. I need a prescription. I wanna go higher. Can I sit on top of you? Well, la, la, I wanna la, go I with my. No- Love is wrong, and it haunted me all the way home. So you never know, never, never know, never know enough till it's over, love, till we lose.
2: Think you may need what? all of mine. Hate to say, you know the love is blind. I'm about to see. I close my eyes, they can't see you in it. Most of them need dollar signs to make every day your birthday
1: and every night your Valentine. But I never, wait, I never Drake All my life, man, for sake If I did, I nudge with him And let him eat my eggs like a cupcake My man fool, he just ate I don't duck nobody but tape Yeah, that was a setup For a punchline on duck what, what, What's up, what's up, what, what's up This is Amelia, and right now no, You're in the midst with my and let him eat my arrow like a cupcake my man fool he just ate i don't duck nobody but tape yeah that was a setup for a punchline on duct tape worry about if my butt fake worry about y'all looking straight these girls are my sons John, john and kate plus eight when i walk in sit up straight i don't give a fuck if i was late my man on a G5 is my idea of an update. Hut, hut one, hut, hut two. Big biggies, big butt two. Up, up with them realms again. Who don't tell them again what they up to? Had to show where the show with a top beard. Rank, ring finger with a rock gears. DDs Dee couldn't test me even if the name was Pop. B- How the heck are you? I am casual. This is
0: the Mini Mix Inside Herx World. Brought to you by Your Birthright let me know what your jam is on snapchat c casual snap double c-a-s-u-a-l snap let's get back into the mix i'm in love with the i'm in love with the
1: i got it for the lord i'm in love with the
0: I sounded too desperate. I need love and a. The- away with that one. Now he's running around thinking he's a real deal R&B singer. This is the Mini Mix. I am Casual. If you want to connect with me, make sure you hit me up on Snapchat. See Casual Snap. I love to see your pictures, video requests, and all that. We are inside Herc's World. The Mini Mix is exclusively brought to you by Your Birthright. That's Your Birthright with a W. Your Birthright can provide you with a doula during your pregnancy. And research shows no matter where or how a woman gives birth, Doulas help make that experience a more positive one. Doulas create a personalized plan to support each growing family. Reach out to Mariah and check out the website, yourbirthright, W-R-I-G-H-T dot life. We appreciate you,
2: Mariah. Now we got to turn it over to Big Hurt. Amen. Hey, man, it's your world. What you got for him this week? It was kind of something that I stumbled upon during the pandemic. And once you get a taste of entrepreneurship, It's a passion. It's a fire you can't put out.
3: Y'all know how we do. It's me, the Big Hurt. And you tuned in to Hurt's World, man. It is part two of our New Year, New Me series. Um, Part one is all about fitness um, and setting those fitness goals and how to achieve those goals and that mindset. Part two um, is all about financial literacy. Financial literacy, man. Like that's, that's, I feel like that's something that, um, in our community, we talk about, um, and there are a lot of people doing, um, or setting the standard for that. But it's a lot of people that want to, you know, build their wealth and be in, in growth, but they don't necessarily know how to do that. I'm one of those people. Um, I know I hear a lot about, you know, multiple streams of income and building business credit and doing this and doing that. Um, but I don't know where to start. So what I did was I found two talented individuals um, who are going to bless us with a plethora of knowledge and um, kind of point us in the right direction. man. So stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. Um, you are listening to Heart's World. This is going to be one that you don't want to miss. Are you expecting a
0: child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright.
3: Welcome back to Hurt's World. I am none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, she's a liar. And y'all know, in 2023, we're not dealing with that. Um, and yes, I know. I know. Earlier in the year, I said I was going to stop saying that, but it's kind of it's kind of stuck. So um, anyway, we are talking financial literacy financial literacy today on Hurt's World, and <clears throat> what that means to me is basically um, wanting to leave wealth to my family and to my kids. Um, building that generational wealth that uh, some of, some people in our community have, others in that other community have, and they just pass the money down from this person to that person to that person. Um, and I know a lot of us are on that journey this year, trying to build brands and build businesses and things like that. Um, but a lot of us are kind of struggling. Uh, we don't know where to start. We don't know what to do. So, like I said earlier, I got together two talented individuals, um, who are going to kind of help us with that. So I'm going to shut up and let them introduce themselves and then we're going to get straight into the conversation. So go ahead and introduce yourself and we'll get started.
2: Hi, I am Sharisa Johnson, and um, I have multiple businesses. I do credit repair. I've had my credit repair business since 2019. Um, I do Turo car rentals. I do Airbnb. And uh, also, this uh, actually in 2022, we started a trucking business. So, um, yeah, multiple streams of income and credit is my thing.
4: Huh? and my name is Dunderland um, I own a technology company uh, that's how I got my start pretty much but now I'm into real estate restaurants, Airbnbs, um, just a, a, a plethora of things now um, and I'm excited to give you all a, a lot of the knowledge that I've been learning over these last couple of years because it's definitely um, hasn't come cheap and it's very, you know, it's not out there for everybody. Trust me. So I'm very excited to, you know, be able to share my knowledge with with everybody else.
3: Well, I appreciate both of y'all uh, for coming on and talking to me and, you know, uh, spreading the knowledge. So a little background. Um, I know Miss sir. Uh, from that company that we don't say the name of, because if they send me a cease and desist order, I can't pay them attorney fees. But y'all know where I work, and y'all know what I do. Um, I never worked under her as an employee, but everything that I've ever heard about Miss Reese has always been positive. Negative, never been negative. Um, and you know, if I, if I, if nothing else. Miss Teresa took her position at that company and put everybody on and made sure everybody ate. Um, And we can get a little bit into that later, but that's my definition of starting a generational wealth. You know, she got into this, you know, Fortune five company, Fortune five hundred company, and learned the ins and outs and said, "Okay, you come here, you come on, you come on," and she just, you know. Uh she didn't let that uh crabs in the barrel mentality stop her. Um so I really just wanted to give you your flowers before we got started. And then I met Shane um at the same company. He um was referred to me by um a customer. And like the first day I met this man, I was like, it's something about him. I can't I couldn't really just uh, put my finger on it, but it was just I, it's, it's like he exude this this confidence and knowledge and, and willing to, you know, willing to help. And that's something that I always admire about people um, that they never want to. um Hold the hold the hold back the things that they learn from other people that are was willing to share that information with others, um, you know, so these are two individuals who um Basically, they've gotten to the bag, and instead of just holding that bag, they've reached back and you know pulled other people with them um so, I really want to commend both of y'all for that, and just wanted to give y'all give y'all, y'all flowers before we got started so appreciate you. um we'll we'll start here. What's the first step in achieving financial freedom in y'all's opinion um Ms. Teresa, you can go first.
2: Um, the first step is controlling your income. Um, the, the money from a Fortune 500 company is great, but you've got to dance to their beat and dance to their tune. There is nothing like controlling your own money, your own schedule, your own business. So I'm very big on teaching people how to control that. And um, I, I think as a people, we uh, as we learn, we keep it so close to the cusp, as you said, and we don't teach anybody how to do it. And it's been a journey for me. I, I, I didn't know what I was doing when I started my first business. But um, thanks to people like my mentor, China, who, you you know, um you know, people that had done it and were not afraid of me getting more than them because there's more than enough for all of us to eat. So we have to get rid of that mentality. I'm not going to share information because I don't want anybody to be better than me or I don't want anybody. What's, what's for me is for me. Marvin can't take it. Same can't take it. What's for me is for me. My area of expertise is going to be totally different. I, I'm not a podcast person. It, it's a small miracle you got me on here talking tonight. But I can mm-hmm. teach you about business credit. I can teach you about personal credit. And it you'd be surprised how many people in our community don't know the importance and the power of credit. Right. We can't hear you, Marvin.
3: You are so correct about that. So, saying, what does financial freedom look like to you?
4: Um, I guess basically it, it'll start at, at the definition. Um, for me at first, financial freedom was just not worrying about bills. You know, um, just being able to pay my bills without having to rob Peter to pay Paul and without having to you know, stretch this month to, you know what I mean? Just just all the things that we have to do, you know, just to survive. You know, um, that was really what I was chasing. Like, I was chasing, you know, being able to just go and do, like, the things that I wasn't able to do, you know, especially growing up, you know, especially, you know, in Memphis when you're not, you know, as privileged as others and things like that. So just – You know, that was what I thought financial freedom was. But um, honestly, it's just, you know, being able to again, give back. Um, Because now I'm able to do all of these things, but now I can, you know, employ people and move people up in ranking like Miss Teresa did with her position. She she was able to, you know, uh, hey, look, come get this job. Come work here. Come learn this and, you know, make money and then go out and do something else. You know, don't, you know, use this as a stepping stone to further whatever it is you're calling you know or whatever it is you want to do so um and i think this is what financial freedom is for me now not only creating general um general generational will for my children but you know teaching others how to do that and then giving them an opportunity to do that as well so
3: okay no i and it's it's funny you say that saying because like um so I made the joke with one of my friends the other day Um, I I made the first grown up decision of 2023 and she was like "Uh, what was that I said I put a bill on auto pay and she said you did what (laughs) like I said yeah I put a bill on auto pay she said I don't want to be that grown yet and you know for me I was like okay I got a bill on auto pay and I know it's just going to come out and um, you know like y'all have said being able to um, work for particular people who you're put in a position to to make that type of money, where you can be like, all right, it's on auto pay. I know it's there. I don't have to um, rob Peter to pay Paul. Is my ultimate goal for right now. Um, right. You know, that's that's my mindset. How do I get to the position where um, I can put more bills on auto pay? And not worry about it. Um, you know, so I don't feel like, like, but to Mr. Reese's point, um, it's a lot of people in our community that don't understand the power of credit. Like, um, I've been in Memphis, uh, man, 11 years. And um, when I first got here, I worked for um, Sears. I can say that because they're not here no more, kind of. Um, and I, but I would always make the joke, um, two of the hardest things to get, um, in America are a Sears credit card and, a and approved for a cell phone with this particular company. And it's always been amazing to me how, um, people want the latest and the greatest, um, but don't have the credit to be able to afford that, you know, low interest rate or lo- that low APR. Um and it's it's one of the things that's that's eluded me, you know, cuz I I as I'm learning to, you know, at the ripe age of 35 how to improve my credit. Um I feel like a lot of us didn't uh, don't understand. Um so Ms. so how do you help people understand the importance of credit?
2: Um, Pretty much when I um, when I onboard a new client, we have an initial conversation and my initial conversation is gauging how serious are you about your credit and how serious are you about learning about credit? Because I want to see people grow and go really quickly and I want to pour what I have into them. But if you think that this is just a quick fix, then th- this is not the program for you. So I, I am selective about who I work with because I don't like wait. I got way too much going on to waste my time. So um, what I try to do, um, a lot of people don't know about credit utilization, about the amount of credit lines they should have open, about uh, their debt to income ratio. So those are things that I try to teach people Um, that they just don't know. I try to teach people, use your credit. Don't use your liquid cash. Leave your cash in the bank. You'd be amazed of how many people get a lump sum of money and try to pay all their bills off. Don't do that. Use your money to make more money. Use your money to make more money. Don't use your money to pay. You'd be surprised how many people try to pay collections off on their credit. A paid collection is the very same thing as an unpaid collection. It is going to affect your credit the same. Do not pay collections off. So those are just things that I teach people. I try to, um, you know, I, I do it for them starting off and then I try to get them to maintain on their own because I don't want you to just keep paying me to do this. It's, it, it. There's levels to this. Let's fix your personal credit. Then let's fix your business credit. And then what's your passion? What do you want to do? What are you going to do for passive income? So those are all things that I teach people. It's just not about credit repair for me. It's not about just making money for me. It's about creating a culture of people that are credit conscious and know the power that they hold when they do fix their credit.
3: Already dropping knowledge. Um, same. So you started this technology company. Um what made you want to you know get into that field and how has that company um helped you on your journey to be financially uh, literate?
4: Um a lot, honestly. Uh again, like I'm 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 from one of those places where nobody in my family knows about business credit or, you know, could teach me about entrepreneurship because there's ultimately where um the journey led me. I went to school, um, graduated from the University of Memphis. Um, I have a degree in uh, computer engineering, well, administration, uh, computer administration, computer engineering. Um, and I started actually working on cell phones. I was uh, working for a cell phone company, repairing cell phones, and I um, basically opened up a repair shop uh, at a cell phone company and I just you know, just learn like just the business of technology, how much, you know, things cost versus how much people were paying for. them. So I really learned business just by sitting in the back of the office, sitting with management and upper management and things like this. So I was like, Hey, look, I can do this, you know? So uh, I started doing that and um, again, I have an administration and engineer background, so I know a lot about software. I know how to create software and you know tweak software and learn how to uh, manipulate free code and just all of that kind of stuff. I don't want to get too far in depth in it because it can go crazy, but... Um, learn how to do that and I partnered um uh, with a tax company. Um I was working for the federal government. <laughs> I'm not gonna say who, but I was working for the federal government as a um as an administrative manager. And uh, when you in management, of course you lose like those skills that you learn that you you know, you because you're managing people, you're not really working on the skill that you, you know, you got uh, for their position and uh I was like this this is not it like this is not what I want to do. I wasn't happy I was there almost 10 years and you know I was just like this is not what I want to do and um just like just hanging out with this like just hanging out uh um with with one of my close friends and um you know he owns uh a, a one of the I ain't gonna say one of like literally the largest <laughs> virtual tech franchise in america and um uh, and they just needed they was missing an it person they was missing a software person they was missing every skill that i had to bring to the table pretty much and uh, i've been knowing them for about three years just personally never did any business together and like hey look we sat down had a conversation next thing i know i'm moving out of memphis my whole family moving and you know, I'm I'm here, uh been doing that uh with the with the software, um, with the technology company rather, and uh started doing real estate. Again, uh he's become my mentor in a real estate. Um uh, we have two restaurants coming to Memphis now. We own uh maybe forty or fifty properties between Atlanta and Memphis now. So um it's just been, you know, one heck of a journey, you know, just starting from you know, nothing as far as knowing about credit or business credit or like I like to tell people with business credit, you're leveraging somebody else's money to make money. And um, like nobody taught us that, like nobody, you know, it's n- literally I couldn't think of no one in my family, friends I was with, like nobody was doing this stuff, like literally. Um I'm gonna throw another thing out there, hard money loans. Like nobody was doing that kind of stuff. People don't even know what these things are. And uh it was crazy when you when you asked me about uh coming on. I was like, man, I could talk literally all day long because like this is the kind of stuff I wanna tell people, but like I don't have time to make a book or just get on live and just say hey look let me tell you about this or whatever the case may be so just all of these type of outlets anytime anybody asks me to get on and speak like i'm gonna tell you everything i know try to at least um but that's really how i got my start and now like i I started doing technology but i'm starting a little real estate a lot more now um just buying homes fixing them you know, making a profit, but then giving somebody somewhere to stay. You know what I mean? Like in Memphis, um, you know how our neighborhoods look like. They Some of them look terrible. You know what I mean? So just being able to be, you know, um, not change the entire city, but, you know, one street at a time. You know what I mean? So it's just just being able to, to, to do that. Um, just being able to do that and again like bring people along because through all of these stages all we do is employ people. You know, we give people opportunities to make money with us um and also to learn. Um you know, I'm always you know you you know I am I'm always you know down to teach you know mm-hmm. anybody about about this kind of stuff but uh just you know I'm still I'm still on the journey man like it's that's why it's so fresh and, and it, it like and you can see it but um like I'm I'm still on the journey I'm not where I want to be yet but I'm I'm definitely you know headed in the right direction.
3: Most definitely. And so the one thing that I I heard from both of y'all um is that you guys both had <clears throat> mentors who pulled y'all along the way. Um talk to me or tell me how important it is for y'all to give back to other people um, and pour into people like they, like your mentors pouring into you. Um, whoever wants to go first can go first.
2: Um, it's very important to pour into other people. Um, as I said, when I started this journey, I had no clue about trucking. I had no clue about real estate. I had no clue on how to flip my first house. China taught me all that. And um, it was very surprising to me that she was that open with information because just honestly, being an African-American female, we don't we're we're not nice to each other. Sometimes I'll say that. And um, the love that she showed me any time of day that I called her. And said, hey, I got a question. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, and she said, you know what? Do it this way or let me help you do it or let me introduce you to somebody. And that was invaluable to me. And, And she, you know, I always shout her out because she still helps me along the way and we're years into the game. But as she's helped me grow, I've watched her grow. And I think her being a blessing to me has opened her up for so many blessings, as you know. She no longer works for a company. She was able to leave the company and totally survive off of her businesses and the growth of her businesses. And that's what, you know, I'm looking to do. So um, anytime that I can reach back and help somebody, I'll do it because I know um, my first Airbnb, I helped three other people get in the same building that I was in, which slowed my business down. But guess what? I don't even want to do that no more. It's time for me to start flipping properties. It's time for me to grow and do something else. So you can't get stuck with what you're doing. You have to always think, what's my next? What's my I can teach you how to do this, but I'm always thinking of what I can do on a whole nother level. So I just believe it's a blessing to be a blessing. And as I help other people, that opens me up for my next. Well, said.
3: what about you, sir?
4: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, and and it's always good to have a mentor that's actually doing the things that you want to do. Um, a lot of people or a lot of these, I see online like, hey, I can teach you how to do this and that and this or whatever the case may be. But, you know, it's it's hard to find those people that are actually doing the stuff and then that are willing to bring you along the way because it's 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 very difficult to you know to a certain degree like we're pacifying you with knowledge um because you're asking questions and you're you know you're basically feeding off of this person and like to to be a good mentor you have to be um like one of those person, one of those people that's willing to pour into people. And I'm glad she said that because um if you're not, then it won't be received as, you know, what China did for who, for her or what Mr. Rowan did for myself. Um, because this man was already a millionaire. Like he didn't have to, you know, teach me anything. You know what I mean? He didn't have to, uh he could have just you know, let me stay in an employee mindset versus becoming, you know, opening me up to entrepreneurship, um, you know, getting my business set up and and uh, making sure I have the correct documentation, make sure I'm, you know, filing taxes and making sure I'm doing everything the right way to be able to sit at tables where, you know, we technically aren't allowed to be yet. Um, So I think having a mentor is definitely important um, to go to the next level, Uh, because, again, like Mr. Teresa said, to get to the next level, like, what are you doing? Like, you have to learn something and you can't be you know, with somebody who's, again, to her point, I, I'm just loving how this is kind of just bouncing off each other. If I'm doing Airbnbs first and then I didn't talk five people how to do Airbnbs, I'm no longer doing Airbnbs. Now I need to go into, how can I get a hotel? You know what I mean? Like, how can I go and get me a hotel? And again, um, it's still real estate. Uh, it's just different type of real estate. It's commercial real estate. So it's just... um to her point, I'm in that. I'm, I'm literally in that journey right now. We have several Airbnbs and we literally just have a conversation and my mentor, we just had a conversation earlier today about how can we go acquire a hotel? Um, and only because, again, you have to think about what's next. Um, uh, He's kind of been putting this thing on my heart. I've been And I want to tell every, you know, I just want to tell it to y'all that uh, if you think about things five to 10 years in advance uh, now and you prepare for that, think about how your business is going to thrive with those actions. So say, for instance, um, you know, like uh, Marvin, me and you are about the same age. So 10 years ago, we were 20, 22, 25 years old. Um, The things that we were doing 10 years ago, the the kids that are, or the generation is 22 and 25. Now they're doing something totally different. So if we set ourselves up for those who are going to be coming up 10 years later, then we're already ahead of the game, you know? So um, just kind of, just kind of think about that. If you know, you want to, uh, like for for instance you're doing the podcast so if you know hey i want to be one of those people that has a tv show or you know whatever the case is you want to do like why don't you go and reach out to somebody who's already done it and say hey look this is where i am teach me or well, what can i learn from you can i shadow you you know, and it's and it's all about that. And and you know, sometimes some people, you know, they 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 look for that, you know, they look for people that can just reach out and help. They don't wanna, you know, kind of put out a bidding or anything like that, but just finding that person that's that's willing, like I said, again to pour into you, because that's what it takes. Like we have to be willing to pour into each other in order for you, you know, for us to have a a, a generational wealth. You know what I mean? Because I can teach it. I can learn it. But if I don't teach my kids, then, you know, what's the point? You know how we have this money or we have this this wealth. But how are y'all going to keep it if I don't pour into you all? Or I don't teach you all how to keep it or, you know, maintain it or even, you know, uh, help it grow? So uh, I, I definitely think a mentor is is very, very valuable uh, uh, on this journey.
3: Man, very well said. Um, you know, shout out to <clears throat> my mentor, um, who just so happens to be the official DJ of Herxworld. Um Man, casual, took me under his wing uh, about 10 years ago. Um, and just kind of was my first mentor with this whole radio thing. Um, you know, a lot of people know I have a degree in mass communications, uh, broadcast journalism. You know, my focus was more on the radio side, but radio is kind of like a not necessarily a dead art, but um, there's a lot of syndication. There's a lot of just, you know, people got to pretty much uh, croak out for you to get those, you know, different opportunities. Um, so a lot right. of people are going to, you know, podcasting and putting out content that way. Um, He was one of the people that was like, hey, you know kind of pivot this way and, you know, do, you know, instead of saying this, say it this way, or instead of playing uh, this particular song, play this particular song. Um, And one of the things that, you know, and it's just real quick. One of the things that I always noticed was with him, you know, I, I, I'm the type of person. I like my music raunchy. I like my music, you know, I I know I need to know the cuss words. That's just me. <laughs> um, but what he usually does with Hurt's world is he always plays the edited version of these songs. And I said, man, why? I said, man, like it's it, 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 it's it's going on the internet. It's it's you know it's kind of like free reign. You don't necessarily have to play the edited version. And he told me, he said, well, look, I know I don't have to. But in the event or when it happens that uh, SiriusXM or one of these other big um, resources pick you up and you play that mini mix and then you come in, it's easier for them to say, oh, well, we don't have to monitor his music because it's already edited. And it's just going to play all the way through. I never thought about it like that. I was just like, "Bro, I, I want to hit a cartoon. No, nah, you need to get ready to you know be better and be in different areas and opportunities that you know you not you you know you not, it's not there for you yet but it's coming. So um, that was one of the things that he always taught me. Like, man, I know you want to hear it, but man, play an edited version. I always had an edited version, edited version of whatever you're gonna play um, because that could be the difference between you getting you know, this, you know, list this listen over here or, you know, getting into this room where um, you wouldn't necessarily be listened to, but because you got the music, you got the look, you got the attitude, you got the the conversation and now they got to listen to you. But um, well, we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back with more Hearst World. Stay tuned. Are you expecting a child and
0: need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright.
3: Welcome back to Hurt's World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host to be hurt. And we are talking financial literacy, Um, generational wealth, um, and all things of that talk. So one of the things um, or one of the questions that I had, um, Miss Risa, you said earlier, uh, don't pay off collection debts. Um, It's kind of like the same as having a collection why is that important um, in trying to re- you know, trying to repay your credit?
2: Well, it's, it's really, I tell people, it's just throwing money out the window. Um, a collection is a collection. Once it hits your, your credit, it's gonna count to the same whether it's paid or unpaid. So it, it, your money is better spent getting somebody to dispute those things off of your credit. It's gonna be much cheaper, it's gonna be much easier to just dispute them off. There's always a reason to dispute something off of your credit. Um, It it may take a little time, but there's always a reason. And you got to have the right person working on it that knows what those reasons are. Um, I've I've not found much yet that I have not been able to get off people's credit from bankruptcies to child support to whatever it is, I can get it off. I just got to find the right reason. So it's not something that's going to be fixed in two weeks or three weeks. It, it could take some months to get it fixed, but it takes um, constant disputes, 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 disputes. But that stuff comes off and you, you'd be much better doing it that way because paying it just is not going to help your credit score.
3: So let me ask you this. Um, disputing it and getting it off your credit, does that increase your credit? Um, because I've heard where, you know, people have had things taken off of their credit and it kind of hurts their credit history or their age of credit or something like that. I, so,
2: yeah, is that good, bad and different? Any collection you get off is good. Any collection you can get off of your credit is good. The things that hurt you, I'll give you for the instance, I just paid a vehicle off. So that dropped my credit score about 20%. 2025 20, points. It's going to take me about 30 to 60 days to rebound, but it will go back up. So when you lose a line of credit, it does hurt you for a minute, but you will go back up. But that is a total different scenario than getting collections off of your credit. Okay. Um,
3: same. You said something that kind of piqued my interest. Um, you were talking about hard money line of credit. Describe what that is and
4: what that means. Hard money loans. It's yeah um it's pretty much um and they have different names for it. Just depends on you know who you're talking to. But uh basically a hard money loan is a loan from a lender, hedge fund, just you know, whoever has the capital, pretty much a lending company, um where they basically give you money to purchase and um to repair a home for you to sell or um, it's pretty much to sell because they only do, they only give these to businesses. And um, a lot of people, um, you know, really don't know about them. Um, So uh, that's pretty much what we do now. We have uh, a group of different lenders Uh, who basically give us, you know, anywhere from 85 to 100% capital to purchase and uh, uh, repair, you know, different homes from anywhere from 100,000 to 500,000 a property. Um, So, yeah, um, and right now, like I said, uh, we have one lender that's giving us pretty much 100%. Uh, Meaning they're basically giving us a 100% of the money to buy the house and to fix the house. Then once we sell the house, we we just pretty much pay them back. And then all of the profit is pretty much ours. (laughs) Uh, But um, again, um, it's not something that's. That's just made public uh, is not something that's easily gotten because you, again, you have to have a business, which not includes just being registered with the state, having an EIN. Uh, you must have a business bank account. You must have some type of, you know, funding, even though it's 100 percent, meaning they're giving you all the money. They still want to know that, hey, this business, you know, has money is making money is, you know, a legitimate business because they are giving you x amount of dollars and um you know to do these different types of um what people call fix and flips uh some people use their own money to do these type of things but um again leveraging others uh money to do so is much better um, again, like Miss Teresa said, why use all of my capital when I can go and use Joe Blow capital, pay them their money back, and I've still made a hundred thousand dollars. You know, um, just say for instance, um, like we we have a home right now, literally um, two of them actually in Memphis. Um, we were given one hundred and seventy five thousand to buy the homes and uh, to fix them, and like, the home is right now, it's on Forest Avenue. I ain't going to get the address out, but it's on Forest Avenue. If you know what 38105 is, then you know the area. You know how much those homes go for over there. So, um, we we pay like 60000 for it. We got to put about 50000 into it, but it's getting a, a ARV, which means after we have value, that's how much we're going to be able to sell it for is over half a million dollars. So, you know, like... Right, <laughs> right. Just taking, you know, one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, and not only do we, you know, we we make that back with the sale of the house, but uh, we pay the loan off, meaning we owe them nothing, and we made three hundred thousand, you know, dollars. So and now we can go and do that, you know, again and again and again and again and again. So.
2: And if you can do it quickly, they love you.
4: <laughs> yes, we we've been doing it. Um, honestly, if if you can do it all in about ninety days, like you're you're perfect for them. They they love you to do it in ninety days. And the way the market is right now is definitely possible. Um, if you have a good contractor, you definitely have to have a good uh, what we call a power team. We actually have a real estate course, I'm glad it's kind of coming up. Uh, we have a real estate course where we, we're teaching people like literally how to do this stuff. Like, like we're basically, um, you no, know, depends on how far you get into it. Um, like you'll um you'll be able to uh, come and meet with us and we can walk you through a property. Like and what I mean by walk you through the property, it'll be me, myself, or um one of the other uh, corporate um our corporate suite members. We'll basically just um you know kind of just hold your hand throughout that whole process uh from getting the loan to um Helping you uh, get your power team together, who you're going to be looking for, what things you need to check, how to um, do comparables in the neighborhoods and things like that. All these things that people know nothing about. Like we literally teach people how to do this kind of stuff. So um, and, and we're doing it like not only do we teach you how to do it, but we're actually everything we teach people how to do. We're actually implementing like we go over. Literally, we've been on live in our group. Like, we go over um, HUD settlement statements. We go over, you know, how much we actually pay for these houses. Like, literally, this house we just bought on Forest, we paid $250. Like, this it. Like, and that was just fees for the title company and all of that kind of stuff. Like, $250 on $175,000 loan. Where you're going to make oh, upwards of $500,000. So. I so mean, wait,
3: like well uh, Wait, wait, wait. I ain't good at math. <laughs> but you spent $250. $250. 200, $250. The, 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 the companies give you 175000 dollars
4: to fix it right? It's a bank actually. It's not a company It's so a bank, ba- bank So basically so- Right We're we're taking out a loan from a bank for one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. The fees on that loan is two hundred and fifty dollars, which you have to pay once you purchase the house and all of that kind of stuff. So um, so we get the loan from the bank. We find a property. Hey, we have one hundred seventy five thousand dollar check. You don't have to spend the whole thing. Mind you, remember that you don't have to spend the whole thing. So we got a house for $50,000. We're going to put $50,000 in the house based off what our contractor says and he's done, what we want to do to it, and to bring the value of the property up to the standards of everything else around, which is what we call checking the comps in the neighborhood. So if you want your house to be sold for half a million dollars, your house has to look like a half a million dollar house, right? So that's what we did. It was a two. It was a two bedroom. That was a three bedroom, one bath. We made the house a four two now, so which means that now it's is even more than what it was originally. So um, yeah, we paid two fifty on one hundred seventy five thousand dollar loan. It's gonna take you know hundred thousand dollars. So we only took a hundred thousand dollar loan out. Um and the house is going to be sold for about five hundred and fifty thousand, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's some other numbers, but I'm just rounding it off. So you're looking at about uh, outside of um real estate fees for getting somebody to sell it. You're looking at probably maybe four hundred thousand three seventy five
3: profit. And you spend two two hundred and fifty dollars. I told y'all they was gonna be dropping knowledge, man. Um oof, wow. So
4: <laughs> it's great. Like I not believe it either. So like I'm telling you, like I was I literally, my same reaction, I thought it was impossible. I thought it was a scam. I I I didn't think it was really. until I like this is not the first time that we've done it. Literally, like I said, we've got about 50 of these properties, so like it's it's possible.
3: Definitely possible. So, Miss Sharissa, you also said earlier that people in our community don't understand the value of credit. Um, with the pandemic, um, well, we'll say, I want to say like 2018, 2019, right? But, you know, a couple years for the pandemic, but especially in, you know, going into um, COVID and everything, a lot of people. Um, we're at home and they were thinking of these different businesses and um putting together the 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 groundwork of these particular businesses. Um and I'm I'm not talking about the PP loan. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the PPB loan people, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the legit businesses. Mm-hmm. Um When did you find out that business credit was something important that a lot of people that a lot of our culture didn't know about?
2: Actually, the pandemic is what threw me into entrepreneurship. I never had a desire to be an entrepreneur. I was just happy with working and making the income that I was making. As you know, my husband works for the company. We were just comfortable. And um, during the pandemic, I saw a lot of people go under and I saw a lot of people lose things and I saw a lot of people struggling. And um, that kind of is what birthed credit repair for me, um, just not being able to sleep at night and just researching stuff. My husband and I had paid three different credit, comp- credit repair companies to fix our credit because we were trying to buy a house. And our scores never moved out to me at 500s. We had both gone through divorces and we just we didn't have good credit. And we paid thousands of dollars for these companies to help us. And they just really weren't helping us. It was just creeping along. And so what I did is I started asking questions from each credit repair company that we had gone through. And I took what each company did and made it my own. And that's what birthed credit repair for me. So it was kind of something that I stumbled upon during the pandemic. And once you get a taste of entrepreneurship, it's a passion that it, it, it's a fire you can't put out because you want to do more and you want to do more and you want to do more and you want to, you know, and and it's, it's something that. um You know, I've taught my kids and and we have six boys and they they I I truly am just the admin for the trucking company. They do the hard work. So it's just something that we can pass down to our children, you know, and it's a passion that by the time my grandchildren are one years old, they will have an LLC and they will have established business credit. So um, business credit is just something I stumbled upon. I stumbled upon regular credit. I stumbled upon business credit. Nobody taught me. I am totally self-taught. Haven't been to school, not one day. I taught myself. And and I feel like I went through what I went through because these are things that I can teach other people. And I'm not trying to knock nobody's head off to teach them. I just I, I do. I, I have learned to be compensated for my time. I've given a lot of time and nuggets away for free. But I, my advice to anybody is if you are an expert in your area, and you're confident in your area, then you should be compensated for your information. So um, it, it's, it's just something that, that I just kind of tripped and fell into and, and it quickly became my passion.
3: In other words, yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> um, when this, when y'all, when you, when they get done dropping all these gems and y'all reach out, um, they may give y'all the introductory rate um, or the the family discount but please believe when when y'all get uh up you know y'all improve this credit and y'all get into these classes um th- this this stuff cost and you know I see a lot of people um kind of knocking people for not giving this type of knowledge away for free and I'm just and I and I, and I, I understand it. But on the flip side, um, it takes a lot to to learn these things. It's, it's a lot of time. It's it's time consuming. Um, you know, so if somebody says, "Hey, this is my price," respect their price. Um, you know, because I like so. I was telling somebody the other day. I do the podcast strictly because I love it. I, I don't do it for money. Um, I do it because it's my passion, but please believe if the right person comes up to me and says, "Hey, we gonna take perks for we're gonna put it here, here and here, the next conversation will be, all right, how much money you talking because getting together you know different topics, different scenarios, different people um. It can be time consuming. And I'm and I'm not just saying that, but it can be. Um, you know, so respect people's prices and and, and above all else, respect people's time. Um, because that's 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 something you can't you cannot get back. Um right. you know, so yesterday's price will not be today's price. Um when I, you know, when I when I do my credit thing, um I'm trying to get the the cheap price, and you know, and then, but as I elevate, I expect it to go up because this ain't this information is valuable and it shouldn't be free, you know. So,
4: and uh, just to kind of piggyback on it about pricing and and things of that nature, like what I like to tell people, or like if I get any flack on anything, because I I don't sell like honestly, I don't sell any any of my time or uh mentorship. Like I don't even offer it, it right now. Because again, I'm um I'm, I'm on my journey. Like I'm not there to be a mentor to anybody right now. Like I'm not saying I can't be, but I I can't afford to be. You know, if I take time out to be a mentor to somebody else, like the first thing is gonna have to happen like I'm gonna have to be getting paid to do it because like I get paid to do everything that I'm doing right now, you know what I mean? Like I, I have to get paid to do it, but because I'm not there yet, you know what I mean? And that's what I mean by that. I'm not there, you know, comfortable enough to where I can dedicate my time to somebody like that. Um, again, I'm still on my journey, but um, uh, to 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 the price thing, like if you go to Walmart, And Walmart tell you a bar of soap is $10, right? And I got the same bar of soap in my shop for $10. Like, I expect, like, when you go to Walmart, you're going to pay whatever Walmart got on their yellow sticker or their white sticker, rollback sticker, whatever it is. Like, you're not going to say, oh, this is too much. Oh, I don't want to pay like you're never going to give say anything to anybody about their price. So I expect the same thing. Like I speak the same respect that you give to the person that you don't know who owns the company. You get this same respect to me because at the end of the day, if you didn't know me or I wasn't the person selling it or you didn't see my face or anything like that, you would respect the price just like you do Walmart. you don't know the owner of Walmart, you're not gonna see the owner of Walmart, you're not gonna be able to talk to the owner of Walmart, so you're gonna respect them a little you know it's it's just a and then again, it's a cultural thing. You know, and, and, and I get it. Like, I've been there. You know, I've been that person before. Like, no, nah, bro, you got to, you know, you got to mess with me, bro, because we brothers. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, um, I had to respect what they was doing. Like, they took out time to do whatever it is that I was trying to get them to give me a discount on. You know, and we don't know what people go through to try to make these things or, you know, provide these different services. So, like, if anybody tell me they price, you know, like, I'm, I'm, like, I negotiate. I'm always going to negotiate. But I'm not going to, you know, try to underpay you for your services. Especially when it's something dealing with your time, you know. So, I never try to do that.
3: Most definitely. Um, So, next time they appear on Herx World, um, it may be a fee. Um, I'm glad that I'm I'm getting in, in getting in on the ground level where they doing this out the, the kind of their hearts. But you know when they become uh, multimillionaires, um, I'm going to expect to be like you know what I know. I need y'all to come back, but you know what's what? What's the fee? And <laughs> if I can't pay the fee, then I can't get them on you know on, on the show. Um, you know so. Respect folks price because um, they price is what they price is. And, you know, you don't go like you said, you don't go on Walmart or Target or um, anywhere else questioning. Well, why is this so high? Or or if you do. Right. You know, hey, the employee tell you, I'll make these prices. I just work here. So, right. Um, you know, respect folks price and respect folks time. So we're going to go to break. Um, we'll be right back with more Hurt's World, man. They are dropping knowledge on y'all. I hope y'all listen. Welcome back to Hurt's World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, the Big Hurt, and we are talking financial literacy today. Um, so, saying, I know you were saying earlier, um, y'all, you're into real estate, you're into technology, uh, but you hinted a little bit about uh, y'all bringing um two new restaurants here to Memphis i've seen um the pictures i've seen the, the you know the, the it looks like a whole upscale vibe you know so talk talk a little bit about that and how that came about and how you plan to you know help others you know um with that with that investment uh well
4: again on the real estate journey uh with real estate these levels it's always again to miss Teresa's point, that's why I, it's it's crazy like I can kind of see where miss Teresa is with on her journey because i'm i'm that's where I'm headed to you see what I'm saying like i she's she's where I'm headed to so um just just being able to see what's next and what's next is um after residential um real estate is commercial. You know, so uh, what ended up happening, we bought a um commercial building downtown Memphis. Uh, and I'm just saying like I'm, you know, it was a million dollar building on Main Street, um black owned, like no nobody else owns it, is it's all black owned. Um and um, it was a mixed-use space. And what a mixed-use space is, uh, some of them, they have living quarters at the top or at the bottom, and they have shopping at the top or at the bottom. In this case, it had a uh, a halal restaurant at the bottom of it, and it had three condo units uh, above it, which led us to get into Airbnb. So, um, we had to figure out what we were going to do uh, for the a restaurant space, uh, we ended up, uh, we actually have two restaurants in the Dominican Republic uh, called Fat Jesse's, where it's basically like American food uh, that's just in the, the uh, underserviced part of the Dominican Republic. So we kind of had a little taste in restaurant. We kind of knew what to do. Uh, but the regulations, of course, in another country is totally different than here in America uh, so with with that being said, we did not want to first, you know, just create a name and just kind of, you know, go for it. Uh, so uh, one of our business partners, um, Rodriguez Drains, he uh, brought the Fat Tuesday idea uh, to the table. And he was like, hey, we can partner with Fat Tuesday, you know, bring Fat Tuesday to Memphis. We think there'll be something, you know, super dope. Uh, again, we're native Memphians. so we kind of know, you know, what's going on with the city and, you know, what, what's kind of needed, you know, especially downtown, like downtown is really um, can be thriving more than what it really is, especially, you know, now that the basketball team is like bringing a lot of um, publicity to the city. The music is bringing a lot of publicity to the city, so a lot of people are wanting to you know, visit and frequent Memphis more often. And uh, we were missing those different types of restaurants, those out of town feeling type of restaurants. You know, when you go to Vegas, it's a vibe. When you go to Cali, it's a vibe. When you go even to Texas, like it's a different vibe on their restaurants or to Atlanta uh, where we live. Like everybody knows you go to a restaurant in Atlanta is almost like a club. You know, you got hookah. You got music. You know, depending on where you're going, you might have dancers in there. You know what I mean? So, um, it was just, uh, just like, how can we, like, bring all of this uh, back to the city? And, you know, just all of our different adventures and experiences we've, we've kind of seen. And, you know, we've liked by going to all these different places. And uh, Fat Tuesday was definitely the first run. And uh, it was... Man, crazy trying to get it, you know, find somewhere to put it. And um, like I said, we end up getting a building, and now we're bringing the Fat Tuesday there. Uh, scheduled to open February 21st um, on Fat Tuesday, actually, uh, which is crazy. <laughs> Fat Tuesday opening on Fat Tuesday, but uh, we're super excited about that. I'm actually in New Orleans now. Um, for the corporate training, uh, we have to do three days of corporate training from, you know, the owners to bar managers and all of this kind of stuff. So it's a lot of corporate stuff when it comes to, um, you know, with franchising and then, um, Number two, we again wanted to bring different experiences to Memphis. Uh, we went and partnered with two chains and, uh, my partner, Snoop Dillard, like she's super, super cool. Uh, she's the really the brains behind the operations of Esco, uh, rest of the running tappers in Atlanta. Um, you know, so we we're uh, franchisees of that as well. We purchased the franchise, the, uh, you know, the rights to franchise that. So we pretty much got the whole state of Tennessee. Uh, but we're, uh, of course, we're bringing it home first, right next to the Western, uh, literally probably twenty steps from the FedEx Forum. Like I'm super excited about that one. So um, my, um, you know, Chloe, my girlfriend, she. Um, she basically found that whole opportunity. You know, she was like, hey, you know, we were looking to invest in something we didn't know we wanted to do. She's like, hey, look, I think it's going to be perfect. And, you know, we got the meeting set up and, you know, of course, got the numbers and was like, oh, yeah, we got to bring this to Memphis. And, you know, uh, we kind of put the buzz out there and got like super, super positive feedback about it. Um And yeah, so we just super excited, man. Really, really, really ready to bring a different vibe uh, to the city just to kind of, you know, uh, bring it up. Like everywhere we go, we're like, man, what what is Memphis missing? Like, what what does it need? And not only that, but uh, being able to employ more people, you know, cut down on the the unemployment um, because I know it's, it's super crazy out there right now um you know with people trying to find jobs and stuff like that especially the jobs they like um but you know also you know just being able to employ so many different people and just bring you know bringing something positive to the city it's not a club you know what i mean it's not um uh, it's not you know it's not an attraction so to speak but again it's it's something that it's a uh, uh, we got the fat tuesday which is this big national brand known by so many across, you know, the, the world in the United States. And then we have this up and coming brand by, you know, that has this icon attached to it with two chains and um, just being able to bring that upscale um, urban upscale restaurant to the downtown Memphis area. Again, black owned. Um, everything's black owned um, and, and just showing people like, hey, look, we can do it. You know what I mean? Like I never. I never knew um, it was possible for us to even be able to get into the restaurant space, you know, because when you think of restaurants, you think of, you know, Big old white guys that just own all of these different things, and you know, you really don't know what what it all entails. And just being able to be a part of something great like that for the city, like it, it's it's crazy. And like we got so much in store, I can't tell it all, but you know what I mean. We got so much in store. Um, you know, just bringing those two brands to the city. Uh, we've been working with the downtown commission and the councilman's and. Yeah, it's about to it's it's, it's about to go up. All I'm gonna say, man, Mardi Gras Main Street. That's all I'm gonna say, Mardi Gras Main Street. So.
3: Man, the fact that y'all are able to do that, um, so you know, like I said, I'm not from Memphis, um, you know, so I feel like, like for you, it's it, it's it's more personal, um, because you are able to bring that type of energy, that type of vibe, that type of environment home. Um, and I know a lot of people, um, don't do that a lot. Like, you know, they, they kind of get, they get money. Um, they get this status, they get success and they kind of just, um, move away or they go, I'm not saying you got to stay in the hood. I'm not saying you got to stay in the city. You may want to move. Um, but being able to give back to your community, give back to your city, um, uh, man is, I commend you 1000%. Um, you know, so kudos to you. Um, my next question is going to be this. How does your mental, uh, process affect your physical process when you're moving towards financial freedom? Um, I know it's a lot of, I know with me, there's a lot of stressful nights, um, or, you know, how I'm gonna pay this or how I'm gonna pay that. Um, And how do you teach your clients or how do you get your clients through that whole mental break or, you know, that they are going to be going through while they're on this journey to improve their
2: credit? Um, I think for me, I have to lead by example. So as you climb the ladder, as you move up, as you move up in business, as you become more busy, as you become more financially, um, independent, there's a cost with that. There is a, there. there's busy days, there's sleepless nights. So I had to take my health very seriously. So that's the journey that I'm on now is to be a better me and to, um, I was pushing myself so hard, you know, it, it was working during the day and then trucking and then doing credit repair at night. So now I have to give myself a hard stop. At a certain time, there's a hard stop. It's family time. It's time for my husband. It's time for my grandchildren. It's time to get eight hours sleep, <laughs> you know, um, three days a week. I have to make time to go to the gym. Um, I find that I think clearer when I go to the gym. I, um, I, I'm just a better me when I go to the gym. It's eating healthy. So there, there's a lot that goes with this financial freedom because your, your days are going to be full. And you're gonna be busy. there are no days off when you're an entrepreneur. Um, no, days. no days off. No days off. So. No days. You have to um, take the time and make the time. And Marvin, you're aware. You know how often my husband and I travel. I have to take mental breaks because I do so much that I have to give my time, uh, myself, time to reset. And. Um, Anybody, if you can afford it, take as many vacations as you can, you deserve it. Um, we don't splurge on a lot of stuff, but we vacation a lot. Um, and that's when I'm laying on the beach or I'm somewhere where there's just nothing pressing on me. That's when I bec- that's when I can be open to new ideas. And and I start taking notes and I say, you know what, this will take this business to the next level or this is what I can do for this. So you have to take those breaks. So that's what I try to teach people is self-care, self-love, just taking care of yourself because as you become more busy, it's a lot on the body.
3: Um, FYI, um, I did let my boss know. I lost PTO days last year. Um, That ain't going to happen this year.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Um, Y'all know I'm like, and and I kind of had to learn that like Um, I'm used to always being on the go at work, working when I'm not supposed to be. Um, and it was an, it was somebody that kind of said, Hey, you doing too much. And I was like, well, you know, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be selling. No, you, if your day off is your day off is your day off. Mm -hmm. Um, if you drop there right now, the only people that are going to mourn you, are gonna be your family. This job is gonna be like, oh, so sad. And then your, you know, position in a couple of days. So, you know, take 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 your time. So same, um on your journey to being financially free, um, has your mental health been, you know, up and down, or has it been affected, or has it been good, bad? You know, how it, how, how do you
4: Um, it's, it's more stressful learning how to manage stress, um, because I'm, I'm great under stress, but it takes a toll on the body. Um, so being able to, uh, learn how to manage, uh, stress, a lot of people say become stress free, but if you're stress free, then you're not working hard enough, um, to, to me, because Um, If your if your job is or your business is just, you know, consistent, not saying nobody wants a consistent business. But again, what we're talking about is financial freedom, you know, to be financial free is to forever change, not to stay consistent. Um, So if you're, you know, again, if you if you don't have to go and take that two, three day break, then you're not working hard enough. Um, if you're just every day you're okay you can go 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 when you're not burnt out then you're not working hard enough or your business is not challenging you um and i uh and i listen i listen to a lot of different people i read a lot i watch a lot of different things um that has nothing to do with my business but how things grew and um like just just to a point like i watch um the the food that built america right Um uh, subway for example and again my mentor advised me to look at these things and to see how um uh, a stressful situation changed food in america for forever um Everybody know what Blimpy is, right? Uh the restaurant like the sub shop, like one of the first sub shops in, in America, right? So uh Blimpy and Subway, the first two. So they uh Subway was trying to out compete with Blimpy and uh very stressful situation, very like super stressful how can we you know outbeat them we're gonna make our sandwiches bigger oh well they come out with an even bigger bigger sandwich so um, how do you set yourself apart again high stressful situation your company's about to go under again, High stressful situation. So what do you do? Again, to Mr. Reese's point, I take a little time, I have time to think, okay, let me do this, let me try this, let me do this. So what Subway ends up doing, you know how... Uh, You go to a restaurant and they was making their sandwiches with their, you know, they made their sandwiches with their back turns to turn to you. So Subway came up with the idea to make the sandwiches in front of the customers, tell them what to put on, what they wanted to put on there. So you basically see all the ingredients to, uh, you know, make your Subway sandwich and that would put pretty much blimpy out of business. Like you don't see blimpy stores in every gas station anymore. Like blimpy was literally across the whole United States, but you don't see them like that anymore because subway was almost out of business under a very, very stressful situation in competition with blimpy. And they had to in turn come out with this concept that in turn changed food, how we know it. Like now everybody does the same exact thing. They use the same exact concept. And now Subway is probably like the biggest, you know, shop sub shop in the world. Like now you got your Jersey Mike's and, you know, your firehouse subs and all of these other kind of sub shops, but it all sparked from this stressful situation because they were about to go out of business because of another company. So again, to my point, like stress, breeds new technology, new inventions, new ideas. So, again, if you're not, if you don't have any type of stress, then you're not working hard enough. You know, um, like I wake up with, with things on my mind, like I wake up with blueprints on my phone. Like I don't have my kids on my phone. I don't have. You know my girlfriend or myself like this is business this is a layout for a restaurant you know what i mean so it's 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 my mental list is always on go you know i do take breaks um again celebrate the process like that's something that a lot of people don't do Uh, celebrate the process we had to learn to do that um you know, again, like Mr. Reese I started my trunk company. Congratulations. Let's pop a bottle. Let's celebrate. Then tomorrow we're going to get right back to work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not stopping. It's not, you know, slowing down, but, you know, celebrate yourself. Take that, you know, that mental break so you can go out and do something great. But don't, you know, again, don't don't be stressed to where it is killing you. You know, right. good stress no mm-hmm. not bad street um and and that's what I try to be I try to keep myself in in under pressure uh because this would uh make make diamonds honestly like like this would this would make diamonds and and this would a uh, true financial freedom like that's how you get it you know you you have to sacrifice you can't be the perfect friend all the time you can't be the perfect wife, or the perfect husband, or the perfect father, or the perfect mother all the time. Like, I miss games. I miss performances. I miss, you know, so much. But, you know, my goal, my end goal is that when you get my age, like, you have so many other advantages, you know, than than I had when I was your age. Like you're able to travel with your track team because of the sacrifices that we make. Like you're able to, you know, do all of these different experiences and you know go out the country and live for thirty and forty five days. Like who I, I didn't go out the country till I got grown. You know, I didn't take my first plane ride until I was twenty one. You know what I mean? So it's just uh, like my kid. My, you know, it's 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 just that, like I said, like being under stress is not always bad, but you don't want to uh, let your health, um, you know, uh, deteriorate because of, like, you always want to, uh, like I said, keep yourself under a positive stressful situation. Like, I, I don't I don't know how that you know sounds, but. Uh, to entrepreneurs, like we understand the, that lingo, you know what I mean. Um, uh, and like I said, it's not stress on the body, but it's stressful to to you know like produce something to to get that idea out to advance your business like to you i'm sure it's stressful to to come up with all of these ideas for a podcast and you know find out and reach out to these different people and somebody you probably really want may say no or it's not the right time or you know i'm too busy or whatever the case may be and it's stressful not that you know I can't do it, but hey, I got to go and reach out to somebody else now. Or, you know, I got to go with my third backup or whatever the case may be. It's a good thing because you never know what's going to come out of this situation. You know, that some person might reach back like, hey, I'm really willing to do a special podcast where you come to my place. You can use my place, my whatever, whatever, you know. So it's just really, you know, all depends. But um, what I do want to stress to people is, um, Uh, take care of yourself though, for sure. Um, don't, um, don't, you know, you don't want to do all of this stuff. And then again, you, you pass away and nobody, you know, you're, you're not able to, to leave it to anybody or, you know, you're stuck in a position where you're just a number to a company. Um, and, and I, you know, I've, you know, since I've not been, been working like I used to work where a lot of people are uh, stressed, you know, at their job and um it, it it took a lot of people out. So that's why I try my best not to again, not to have that type of stress, you know, on me, but it's crazy.
2: <laughs> Man, you and, see. And, and surprisingly, when you can pay your bills, you ain't stressed. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I mean, I mean when, but, when you got money in the bank, it's a little less stress on you. Yeah,
3: um, and and, and it's, it's 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 crazy you said that because literally, like, <clears throat> it's a constant try. It's a constant cycle of trying to come up with different topics, come up with different guests, um, find out that, find out things that people want to listen to. Um, I know we live in a in a digital world now right. where um people don't really sit down longer than man, um uh, 20 seconds. Cause if if it can't be interpreted into into like a TikTok video or Facebook reel, people don't really pay attention to it. Um, you know, so sitting down and you know, having these different conversations and um I'm not in a position right now where we, we, we release video. It's strictly, man, we're painting a visual picture for you all, you know, all through voice and, you know, trying to come up with different topics that people are going, that that people want to hear or people, you know, people want to care, people care about, or even getting, you know, people to come on, that you know, one have a following, or two that are gonna be interesting, you know, to people that'll listen is 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 tough. But I feel like I'm I'm ble- I'm in a position where I'm blessed enough to know people like you know the two of y'all that are gonna uh, give it to give it to my listeners straight, no chaser, and they're gonna learn something. They're gonna take something from this episode. Um, and they're going to listen to the point where, like, damn, like, I didn't even think about good stress or damn, like, maybe I do need to look into more of business credit or, you know, I may take, you know, I may, I may have made a couple bad decisions when I was 24, 25 that have messed up my credit. And I don't know where to start on how to fix it. But, you know, Miss Teresa just told me this, this and this. And now, you know, I can reach out to her. And she can help me on my journey. I can reach out the same um, and, and, and learn more about this technology thing, and learn more about real estate, and more learn more about how to um, get money from people to flip houses or flip real estate, whatever it is you want to do. Um, you know, so it's it, it's amazing that Herc's um, World puts me in a position to where I'm I'm I, I know people that are interesting and they're, they're willing to share the knowledge that they have. Um, so we're going to take one last break. Um, and then we're going to uh, wrap up this amazing conversation. So now, y'all don't go nowhere. I, we, they are about to drop one more gem of knowledge. And I already know, I don't even know what it is, but I know they're going to drop knowledge at the end. So stay tuned. Don't go nowhere.
0: Are you expecting a child and need someone to assess your birthing needs and create a personalized plan to support your growing family? Well, look no further than Your Birthright. Your Birthright are doulas who are trained professionals who provide nonstop and compassionate support throughout your pregnancy and the first steps into parenthood. Your Birthright also offers herbal teas for inflammation, immune health, menstrual cramps, and more. Use the code HERXWORLD at checkout for 20% off services and teas. For more information, check out yourbirthright.life. You don't have to go through your pregnancy alone with Your Birthright.
3: Welcome back to Hurt's World. I'm none other than your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, she's a liar. Um, Man, we've been talking financial literacy today, um, generational wealth. We've learned um, about credit a little bit. We learned about flipping real estate a little bit. We've learned a little bit of everything. Um, So before I let y'all go... um, I need y'all to plug businesses. Um, y'all, y'all's own business. Tell people where they can reach you, how they can get in touch with you, um, and any services or things y'all got coming up um, that y'all want people to know about. Um, we'll start with Miss Teresa.
2: Okay, um, for credit repair, I can be reached at nine hundred one. That is my direct number for credit repair. Um, I do have a tax special going on now where you can uh, prepay for six months or up to a year for credit repair. And that's a great way to invest your tax money, um, get your credit fixed and, and let's get you on a journey to ownership. Um, also, for my trucking business, we do moving, we do hauls. We actually did a move for World, uh recently, and I think he was very satisfied with the move. If you'd like to contract us for a move, our number is 901-209-9957. That's 901-209-9957. So, um, like I said, we're here to help in any way we can. Um, we specialize in customer service. I will say my children are my employees, so I I can pretty well keep them in line. And um, we service with a smile. We try to um, accommodate our customers and just try to give a different experience than people are used to getting in the greater Memphis area.
3: So real quick, um, when somebody comes to you for credit repair, um, how long does it usually take for you know, I know it's, it, it. It doesn't happen overnight, y'all. So I don't think you're gonna call today, and in three weeks you're gonna have this seven eight hundred dollar. You know, seven eight hundred seven to eight hundred credit score. Um, how long does it usually take for the average customer to see results?
2: The average customer is gonna see results in two to three months, and those are results. I had a guy call me the other day, and he's like, Miss Teresa. I am getting credit card offers. People are calling me like it's really working. He was just really surprised that it was working. So (laughs) I was like, yeah, it's going to work. But, you know, don't make any moves unless I tell you to type thing. But I have people um, that only stay with me for three, four months because they want to buy a house or they want to buy a car. And when they do that, they're done. I have long-term customers that have been with me from the beginning. I have one young lady who has been with me for close to three years. She was at a 420 credit score when she started. She is now at 800 credit score, but she still pays me to maintain her credit. She's a traveling nurse, and she said, I just don't have time you log in and you pay my credit card bills every month and I monitor her credit for her and she pays me every month. So it's just dependent upon the individual, but um, normally it's um, three to four months um, just depending on each person's situation.
3: This is not a quick fix, um, but it is a fix that you will need to move on in life. Um, I saw, as a matter of fact, uh it was my boss of all people who posted it. We not going into 2023 taking these 16 to 35 percent APR rates on these cars. Um, I know interest rates are a little bit high on cars, but we not we ain't gotta deal with that sixteen to thirty-five percent. That's crazy as hell. Um so, get with me Teresa like I'm gonna do um, and get your credit fixed because credit is wealth, and you'd be surprised how how many doors are open to you when you got good to decent credit um credit you know credit card people want to talk to you, uh loan people, financing people want to talk to you um they tend to talk to you a little bit different. When your credit score. Right. So make sure you reach out um, and get in touch saying what you got.
4: Um, I'm glad we talking about the credit part. Uh, We again, uh, we we offer a business credit um, platform where we're part of one of the the top business credit uh, companies in America. Um, he, he's actually, he, he, the, the owner of the company, actually the one who got me into business credit. Um, but, uh, you can reach me at, on all social media at, I am the same, uh, you cannot contact me personally for any services. Uh, you can go through my company, uh, which our phone number is eight five five two one two eight nine eight three. 212 8983 or 470-300-9047 uh, but you can follow me on social media uh, i do respond i can get you in you know in touch with the right person uh but if you look on my social media you probably won't see a lot of business uh like my business stuff because it's really my personal um social media uh because again i'm i'm on this journey i'm doing interviews um um know speaking doing more speaking engagements and things like that now so this is what my social media reflects um uh you can see you can see pretty much all of my companies there though you can follow the social media follow uh, uh at same technologies uh you can follow up at uh one stop Texas official you can follow at my rich University <laughs> at my rich university um you can follow esco Memphis. Uh, just the restaurant, uh, Fat Tuesday. We don't have an Instagram. They don't uh, allow um, Instagrams that are not corporately ran. So you can't follow the Fat Tuesday Memphis, but uh, you can follow ESCO Memphis. You can follow My Rich University. That's our real estate uh, investment capital hub program. They're basically where we um, partner you with the lenders that we've already established relationship with. Uh, to kind of help you get people get better investment deals uh you can follow uh at one stop tax official which is our uh which is the tax company Uh, again it's tax time you need your taxes done you know drop you know drop me a message uh i can definitely get you with with our preparer um so we can get your taxes done make sure it's done right uh remember uh not I all all that dollars and $10,000 and $15,000 refunds is gone out the window. Like it's back to normal. Don't let nobody tell you nothing different. Don't let nobody try to, you know, I just gotta put that out there. Don't let nobody try to be janky and and, and, and you know get you no know, get you in trouble. Cause then you definitely don't want no problems with the IRS. Um so um, you know, we definitely, we got that going on as well. And then, like I said, you can follow me, myself, my personal uh, Instagram at I am same. Um, You'll see, like, all of my uh, different stuff got going on. I got in, uh, uh, an invention. I uh, came out with a few probably, like, last year. It's called the Key Hotel. Um Again, like I said, Herc, I got so much going on. It's it's crazy to to even uh mention everything. But um yeah, you can follow the key hotel. We help uh people with Turos and people with Airbnbs. It's basically like um a it's basically like a hotel for your keys, key fobs, uh key cards, anything like for your guests or you wanna uh, like uh, park your car in a parking garage. You basically use the key hotel to keep your keys. Your your clients will get um, they'll get like a text or email with the key code that you provide to them, and it's all automated. Uh, nobody ever has to be there. It, it it comes with its own internet and you know all of this all kind of stuff. But again, like I said, follow me on on all social media. I am the same. It's a D uh, I mean it's S A I N. No E. Everybody try to add the E on there, but it's no E. Uh, And man, I I appreciate the opportunity of, like, this is my first podcast that I've ever uh, had the opportunity uh, to be asked to be on, but I hope it's not the last and I hope you don't, you know, you hope you think about me again, but uh, like I was saying, I I don't know if you heard, but I've definitely uh, been doing a lot of interviews and stuff lately, especially with the restaurants and stuff going on, so um, just been trying to, you know, perfect my my speaking and 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 just, you know, uh, like I said, just try to give as much knowledge as possible. Uh, you know, I don't mind giving, you know, stuff away for free, man. It's 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 nothing. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like I just want somebody to to use it. Don't 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 waste my time and don't use it. Like this, this is my biggest my biggest thing. If I give you something for free, please use it. Um, cause a lot of people know, like, if I answer my phone for you, like, it gotta be something important, and you know what I mean, like, cause <laughs> I don't have time for time thieves. Uh, <laughs> that's what we call it. If you call my phone and you ain't talking about none, of you a time thief. Uh, so uh, again, we don't we we like to get paid for our time. You know what I mean. So um, so just just be conscious of it and don't let people. Uh, and don't let people like project their negativities about entrepreneurship and about um financial freedom and about generational wealth onto you because you gotta think about it our parents and grandparents and aunties like they were conditioned to be workers and employees you know it's it's different now it's very very different now. Uh like I literally had to sit down and talk to my mom about this. We had to have a serious, serious heart to heart about it. Uh because she just didn't understand why I was leaving a good government job to go pursue something uh that I didn't know for sure was gonna work out. And now she's like, Oh, I wanna start my own business. You know what I mean? So it's just you know what I mean. So it's just don't, don't um a lot of people don't don't do things because of what others think or how others feel. So don't let people deter you. Uh, again, that's about that mental thing. Uh, like you know, it's 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 always going to be a devil, you know. And I'm using that term. It's always going to be somebody trying to deter you from the path that you're supposed to be going down. If they're doing it, that's how you know you're on the right path. You just have to stay strong mentally. To, to do it uh, I gotta stay strong mentally because it's always going to be an easy no and it's always going to be harder yes. so um, you know just just stay strong stay you know uh, stay passionate about it don't let anybody destroy your passion um, with with negative feelings or negative you know um what what they call it um like generational like just generational curses ignorance yeah well man right. you did not not even just generational curses like like I couldn't hear you well
3: no you, you go ahead and finish
4: yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, it's a you know, generational curse, but it's, it's, it's just the fear, that like fear, um, fear of not knowing. Like we don't like if 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 nobody in your family before you was an entrepreneur, like everybody before you is going to be afraid for you to do it. You know what I mean? So they're going to tell you don't do this. That's not going to work. Uh, You're not you know, they basically put you in a box. You know what I mean? And don't let don't let anybody put you in a box. I was in a box for years and and never knew it. You know what I mean? So don't don't let people um don't let people say you're not smart enough or you're too smart or you know, you're too black or you're too you're you're too masculine or whatever the case may be. Like don't let people put you in a box to where you you feel like you have to be a certain way um in order to be accepted, um like be different. I dare everybody to be different, you know, so
3: very well mm-hmm. put man. Um for this to be y'all's and, and this is for both of y'all um for this to be y'all first um podcast y'all both did amazing um I truly mm-hmm. appreciate both of y'all for taking y'all's time out <clears throat> and sharing this knowledge with you know me and with myself uh, personally and then my listeners, um I know like I told y'all, y'all were gonna take something from this episode. Um if you didn't re-listen to it again and pick up something because uh, the gems that were dropped today or this evening um not only can help you with you know your your credit, your business, your entrepreneurship, they can help you in life. Um you know so take what was said um, use it to your advantage. Um, I don't have anything else. Um, usually, I would have a spiel, but I don't. Like they said, they 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 came through. They killed it. They told y'all everything y'all needed to know. Um, so I will end like this. As always, you got, you got to work. Ah, I'm tired. As always, if you don't work, you don't eat. You got to crawl for you can walk. Walk for you can run. And, man, run before you can fly. And so the next time you hear my voice, this has been part two of um, our New Year New Me uh, series. Parts three and four are in the works as we speak. Um, We're going to do some real estate talking. We're going to do just some general knowledge type stuff. Uh, But I really want to harp in on... You know, real estate, because I know a lot of our people don't know a lot when it comes to that. You know, they don't know where to go to get the money um to start flipping houses. Um, like saying tell you earlier, some people use their own money, but there are companies, banks, that'll give you money to do it, you know, out of your own pocket out-, out of their pocket instead of using your own. Um, so saying you probably gonna have to come back for that one. Oh, I'm ready Whenever you shoot me the date I, I got you Yes sir um, So until the next time you hear my voice You've been listening to Hurts World man We out